Hello. What up, Holmes? How you doing? Not bad. This feels weird without spares. It feels Already. liberating. That's also one other way of putting it. Fuck that guy. This is our chance. You and me, Dan. Yeah, we'll do it together. Bonnie and Clyde style. Yeah, man. And if it all goes wrong, we can blame Adam for leaving us high and dry. Yeah, seems fair. Have you got material? Because I'm quite liked. I have absolutely fuck all, apart from the fact that my Twitter feed has just come up with an advert for gluten-free water. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. That's not real. Well, I can't tell if it's a, um, a fake or not, because it looks quite convincing, but we're, we're burning through what precious little material we actually have. Uh, you still don't have a webcam. No, I don't. You need to get a webcam. Well, no one wants to see my face on the internet, really, do they? Yeah, pe well, you don't use it to show your face to people, you use it to show your testicles. Again? Who wants... Let's not answer that. I suspect DanFan629 is involved in the answer somewhere. Well, nobody wants to see testicles, but they get shown testicles, that's... Is this that, that chat roulette horror? Where you just randomly dial up some other fucker on the internet and show me testicles. Yeah. But, I mean, testicles aren't nice to look at, even if you are aroused by testicles. Well, no, no, nobody no. is aroused by testicles. Gay men and straight women find testicles ridiculous looking, because they are. Well, in fairness, lots of bits of bodies are ridiculous looking. Yeah. But also sexually appealing to men. Mm. But testicles are definitely not. This is true. If I was crazy about dick, <laughs> then I would definitely not like testicles. Because I'm not a... You know, I'm not insane. You like the... You like dick in spite of testicles, not because of them. Yeah, no, I've got to agree on that. They are a bit crap. Also quite delicate, which is unfortunate. Why? Are you rough with them? No, but you know, you don't even have to properly hit them. Just, you know, a little flick in the wrong direction. Just a flick on the ball. Mm -hmm. Isn't it weird that um, evolution decided to make a part of the body that's so important to the survival of the species, they thought... Well, let's make them really delicate and just have them hanging out the front in a little bag. Yeah, it is a bit weird, isn't it? Then also, you know, boobs are quite necessary for the survival of the species. And great as they are, it's also a bit sort of, well, we're going to design this fairly, you know, sensibly put together thing and then you shove a massive couple of pillows on the front. Mm. Because. Good, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's amazing, but it's still weird. Doing, keep 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 typing. What? You complaining about my typing? No. Okay, good. Doing, keep doing, keep doing, keep doing, keep doing, keep doing, keep. Are you watching porn? 
Yes. Okay, just so we're clear. That's the pawn making that noise, not me. Have you managed to get out of whatever it is you're doing on the 24th so you can come up to Leeds? Uh, no. I am coming up to Chris's though, I think. I was going to yeah, I was going to mention that. Um, I've accepted the invite on Facebook, but I haven't actually heard anything from him. Do I need well, to know anything or do anything? No, just go to Dorset in it. He's um, in Greece sorting out all of their financial problems at the moment. Is everyone going to Greece? Um, just got back from there. What? Yeah, I was in Greece last week. Bullshit. Nope. Where? A place called Sivota. I've been there. Really? Um. Yes. Have I? Yeah, cool. Is it near Parga? Uh, I guess. Hang on. I'm going to Google it. It's like a little. Um, it's not really a beach, is it? It's like a little fishing port. Yeah. Um, and a few restaurants out on the front. Yep. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, cool. S-Y-V-O-T-A, yeah? Yep. Yeah, mate, I've been there. You're not impressing anyone, I've been there. No, I just suck. Yeah. But yeah. Why did you go there? Yeah, no, it was really nice. Went to a sort of resort there. Who is? Um, Rachel. So not a gay cruise? Not a gay cruise, no. Huh. Gay cruise was an option, I think, but uh, decided not to. <laughs> what did you do when you were there? Um, quite a bit of lounging around in the sun, a bit of water sports, a bit of tennis. Did you drink a fuckload of ouzo? I didn't, actually, on good. account of I'm still alive. Yeah, you shouldn't. It's horrible. Yeah, no, it's um, it's not good for you. No. Also, I don't think they can afford ouzo anymore. No. Did you um, have no money and get um, have to sell sex oh, 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 to sailors? No, thankfully. Oh. It was one of these all-inclusive jobs where, you know, you get all-you-can-eat buffet every three times a day. All the hand so jobs you can So it's quite surprising I'm still alive. We should probably have introduced this episode by now because we're wasting all of our gold <laughs> standard quality material. Uh, what's the line again? What? Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom, and welcome to the Two Star no, Podcast. No, that's all, that's all pre-recorded, mate. We don't need to do that. Oh, fine. Okay. Yeah. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? His name's Chris. He's a patent lawyer. Not anymore. <laughs> Alright, well, I think this is going to be tremendously fun. Okay, let's give it a go. Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 21 of Two Star Podcast. I'm Graham, I'm here with my good buddy D-Bag. Yeah, that's me, D-Bag. Yeah, Adam's not here this week because he is in jail or prison. What's the difference between jail and prison? One of them is before you've been convicted, one of them is after. Oh, there is actually a proper difference then. Yeah, yeah. So what's pokey? Um, it's something you do on Facebook. Well, good. So, no Adam this week, and I did throw it open to listeners if they wanted to come on uh, and substitute for him. Um, no one bothered to even respond, so fuck all y'all. What, what we're learning here is that our listeners suck. Mm-hmm. Which we probably fuck. ought to reflect on as a podcast crew, but never mind. Let's not. Yeah. Hey, listeners. Fuck you. <laughs> like it. 
Hey, Dan. Asshole. So what have you been doing the last two weeks, then? I have been on my holidays. No, I... bullshit. Where have you... What? You haven't been on holiday, you liar. I have, honestly. I have gone to do humanitarian work in Greece, and by humanitarian work, I mean sitting on the beach and sipping Kyperinius. Did you take a massive bag of cash with you? Yes. Well done. I took, like, three currencies worth. Yeah, it was quite exciting, actually, sort of hiding various amounts of cash on various parts of my body. So, you know, obviously I took a massive wodge and shoved it up my bum for safekeeping. And that was just on your way to Heathrow? Pretty much, yes. Uh, so did everybody there look very worried? They didn't, actually. Um, it was strange. It was kind of too hot to be worried. Everyone was just kind of lazing around in the heat. Well, that's exactly what it was like here when you were away. Yeah, apparently, you know, Britain basically exploded. Yeah, last Wednesday was summer, and you missed it. Well, you see, I like summer. Mm. Well, it was a Tuesday last year. But I did hear that, like, all the trains basically broke, as did the roads. Well, yeah, it's warm. What do you expect? Mm. Warm weather. The trains can't can't handle warm weather. So, um, anything else? What, what did you did you go on a banana boat? No, I went oh. in the sea kayak. That was quite cool. Did you have any holiday romance? Nope. Oh. Yeah, it sucked. I wanted holiday romance. Oh well. Mm. You'll meet him next time. Him, her, it, them. Who knows? Hmm. Icky at this point. Well, I haven't done anything in the last two weeks, so... Really? Nah, not really. There's progress on Ket Mark 2.1 coming along well? You don't really need to do anything. You just need to not um, push your wife down the stairs or anything like that, and it's that's easier than it sounds, so... It's, okay. Uh, yeah, you don't have to do anything. We have uh, paid hundreds of pounds for furniture for a bedroom... But it's arrived and we can't put it up because there isn't any space anywhere in the house because quarter of our house is still off limits. But a man uh-huh. is going to come and fix it next week. Yes. So, good news. You'd um, have thought the summer happening would like dry out the basement somehow. Well, it's all dry. It's just it, if you put anything in it, then next time it rains, it could flood again. Uh... So, it's just... It, I mean, it's fine. You can go down there. It's just... It's not usable space for anything, but a man is going to come and waterproof it and make everything fine, and then I get the fun job of doing painting, and I had planned to never paint, and this is really fucking boring, isn't it? Let's uh, let's get on with this. Yes. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is that, have, I don't know if we've spoken about our epic pub crawls on the podcast before, I would imagine we probably have. We have. We did it a couple of, couple of podcasts ago. The biggest one that I can remember very clearly was 2002, when I bummed Adam in a hula skirt. Um, and you... I do not remember that at all. He, what was well, I he, doing? You were there. And uh, so that one, we were going to go to the Elm Tree, but it was closed. And then yeah. uh, our friend Lawrence turned up. Um, and then we all, yeah, we got all pissed up and that. And then you announced one pub from the end that you were a pint ahead of everyone so fuck this I'm going home which was fair <laughs> enough really that doesn't normally sound like me but I can believe it after one of those pub calls uh, but that was that's the one that I remember best but that's the one that we got most photos from so I don't know if it's actual memories or just inception from the pictures but yeah 
then we did another one the following year, which I have got documentary evidence of, but absolutely no memory of. It covers pretty much all of the pub calls. I have these, like, assorted scraps of memory here and there, but nothing... Because I found the journals. <clears throat> so these are uh, little books that we printed out. They tell us where we were meant to go at what time and stuff, and what we all drank in each pub. Proper military stuff. Jesus! And uh, so rough to keep that. Well, it's an amazing document, because it starts off quite neatly, and we wrote everything down, and then mm. it gets progressively more illegible, and just full of swearing. Yeah, that sounds like us. And an enormous amount of homophobic... Um, language and abuse and hate speech which I'm very glad to say that in the last well, as long as it 13 years I have grown out of that so that's nice because the elm tree was closed and we put a big cross through it but then wrote too many gays which is probably why it was closed but that's not a great thing to have written down for the rest of eternity but no, no I'm not, not impressed with that and on one I've just scrawled Adam wanked which I'm well Probably true. I'm sure he did at some point, but... Yeah, um, and then there was a, a box for thoughts and feelings, which was where we were meant to write our thoughts and feelings in each pub, but in all of the pubs, the bar staff, when we asked them to sign their name, they wrote little comments in. But <laughs> it's it's an exercise in banality. Like, come back if you make all the pubs, good luck. And why the oh. fucker in the Rats Castle thought that was a brilliant thing to write? I don't know. Yeah, we got a bar staff signed us, and yeah, in the Robin Hood, Adam had now to drink, reason being too gay. That's a, it's a sad way to think, isn't it, really? Um, I have always suspected I was an arsehole as a child, though. Yeah, I mean, that's the point. I suspected, I meant known for certain. Somebody on the mash tun wrote, the wet moose flies at midnight. Well, that's memorable. Yeah. Somebody in pews wrote, one hour till Guinness, so that's fair enough. Mm. But in the, in all of the pages up until about the 7th or 8th pub, it said the time that we were meant to be in there and the actual time we arrived and then the time we were meant to be out and the time we actually left. That and, is truly boring. Well, it's because we only had 20 minutes in each pub, but yeah. you look at the pub 6, we, we were planned to get in there for 4 o'clock, planned to leave at 25 past 4, and then we had 5 minutes to get to the next pub. And we had mm. that the whole time, so it was 25 minutes to get in, get a drink, and yeah, then five yeah. minutes transition time to the next pub. And so we wrote the actual time in, actual time out. And we were half an hour ahead of time at pub six, so that's pretty good going. <laughs> but in pub seven, I think we lost the ability to tell the time. That would make sense. Because we didn't write down to. any actual times after that at all. So this, mm. is a, this is a good lesson for people who have... How old were we then? 2002, so we were, what, 19, 18, 19? Yeah. So this is uh, a good example for if you're going to do something, you do it fucking properly. And uh, well, we did do the pub call properly, even if we didn't do the documentary evidence properly. Mm. We got a comment in pub thirteen saying you are not pissed enough for your thirteenth pub, which I take as a great compliment. <laughs> you had a drink of red fuck apparently in Scruffy Murphy's. That sounds like one thing you could drink in Scruffy Murphy's. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody wrote. Uh, 16 pubs, very impressed. There's only one way to get to the end, absinthe. I'm glad we didn't take him up on that. Mm. Um, yeah. Pub 17, is it's just scrawled. You just can't read a thing. 
Um, this fair enough, I think. Yeah. So that's the that's the journal, the documentary evidence of 2002. But then I found one mm-hmm. in 2003, and I was reading through it, thinking, well, it says I was there. I don't remember anything about it at all. And I was kind of going through it looking for clues, just something that might jog my memory. So in Weatherspoons, they wrote, do you want to go to a party? Yes, it's in your mouth, and I'm the only one coming. <laughs> Which I think is a blowjob joke. Yep. Well behaved on the piss. I mean, this is this sounds like... We had a really crap time. It really does. Yeah, you turned up and had a pint of Ruddles and Live and Let Live. <laughs> I had a cock-sucking cowboy. A what? Somebody wrote something in French. Um, Adam didn't finish his drink, so he got a DNF. And then James got an MF, which presumably means motherfucker. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I've been looking through this, just trying to find clues as to... Just something that might jog my memory, but... No memory of this at all. So we're obviously quite drunk by the time we get onto pub twelve because uh under Richard we've just written c rag. <laughs> uh, fucking hell I had a drink of swamp water. Oh god turbo swamp water was so turbo swamp water was a bottle of amazing, but... blue wicked with a shot of rum and it went horrible. Wasn't it a shot green. of port? No that's a turbo vimto and that goes like purple. But uh, I went to a pub once and they didn't have any uh, any port, so we did it with rum and it went green, which just surprised everyone. You didn't, you wouldn't have thought it would go green, uh, and that was really just got you off your tits. Mm. For yeah, Richard obviously wasn't drinking. He's got written down next to his name, gay, gay lord, c- rag, twat. Mm. So yeah, we. I mean, maybe we had some issues going on. I, I certainly did. I've ironed a few of them out, so it's fine. Ah, so the George Abbott is um, particularly illegible. I got a DNF on my uh, drink with a reason of too much of a c- Adam had gone home at that point. Right. Sounds like him. Fireman wank, somebody wrote next to somebody. That sounds painful. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the last pub is just, just scribbles. You fucking rule, apart from Spad the Loser. <laughs> only because he'd gone home. Mm. So that's yeah, that's the documentary evidence that I spent an afternoon drinking, and I have no record. I mean, it's not surprising I have no recollection, but I would have thought no. I'd have snippets maybe because I can remember bits of all of the others. I do still think I've got one of the t-shirts from him. I can't remember which one. I think mine felt a bit because I, I used to wear them like as a as a bed t-shirt for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I'll see if I can dig it out. So if you were going to make a train. With biscuit wheels, what biscuits would you use for the wheels? Um, probably jammy dodgers. Mm, good shout, yeah. Jam would like stick them to the axles. Yeah. God damn it, I want jammy dodgers now, and orange, but they're defective American things. Jammy dodgers are total shit. Yeah, I never used to like them as a kid, but they've kind of grown on me a bit. Well, you're no, that's wrong. They're bollocks. They're just it's just two biscuits and some jam. That's bullshit. Well, no, but there's a creamy bit round the no, side. No, that's not is a jammy dodger, mate. What is it? What? Jammy dodgers are just it? jam. What's the one with like the spot of jam in the middle? I don't know. What they're they're not called anything, but you get them in like variety packs. That's the problem uh, one, because they've got the custard as well. 
Yeah, you need the custards. Yeah, but that's not a jammy dodger. A jammy dodger is oh. just jam, and that's why it's a load of crap. Well, in that case, we can just use the jammy dodgers for the wheels and um, eat the nice ones. Oh, that's a good idea. I'd use yeah. um, chocolate caramel digestives for the same reason, because you've got that layer of uh, adhesive. Uh, yeah, but chocolate caramel digestives are basically amazing, and so yeah, just eat mm. with tea. So you dip them in tea, and it all goes amazing. I asked somebody at work that, and he said hobnobs. Well, that's just stupid. He's insane, isn't he? As soon as you went over a bump, yeah. they would just fall to bits. Yeah, that'd be rubbish. Ludicrous. No structural integrity. Nope. They're not even that tasty. I mean, they're all rotten. What I don't get about hobnobs is it's impossible for them to be in a tea or coffee for more than half a second without them just completely disintegrating and going to the bottom of the mug. Yeah, it's disappointing. And that is uh, a really shit biscuit. Mm. I'm not sure if it counts as a biscuit, but Twixes are amazing in that regard. Twixes are like chocolate biscuits. It's a different thing, isn't it? Because like clubs are like that. And uh, vice counts. Yeah. No, Twixes are amazing because you can do the thing where you bite the ends off and then you suck the tea up through the biscuit. Mm, I don't... I think that's stupid. Really? Oh, I find quite fun. I don't do it very often, but... Where do you stand on pink wafers? They have their place. Which is... Sometimes you want a pink wafer, like I, maybe once every three years or so. I think pink wafers are wonderful. And really? And massively underrated, yeah. Okay. I find them a bit too sweet, and that's coming from me, who basically inhales sugar. So what's your favourite biscuit, then? Uh, the, um, I'd say the chocolate caramel digestive, but I think that's a bit contrived. Uh, if I'm going with a classic, it's, it's going to be a custard cream. Fair enough, fair enough. I'd have gone with bourbon. Oh, you're an idiot. What? What do you think a bourbon biscuit tastes like? Bourbon biscuits. What? Fl- but what flavour is it? Chocolate. You're a fucking idiot. What? It is not chocolate. Well, that's why I said bourbon biscuit first. Bourbon. It's not like super chocolatey. The taste of a bourbon biscuit bears as much resemblance to chocolate as it does to engine oil. It just doesn't taste of chocolate at all. It's just a brown custard cream, which tastes a bit weird. Yeah, but it's good weird. Well, but it's not a chocolate biscuit. And why would it pretend... It pretends to be a chocolate biscuit, and it is not. Hmm. I did used to like... Um, not digestives. Um, the other, just the plain biscuits with the um, with dark chocolate on top. Now they discovered they're basically made entirely out of butter, and eating one is basically the equivalent of eating like an entire Mars bar. It's good, isn't it? And I thought, actually, no, I like Mars bars more. You know rich teas... Yeah. They can fuck off. Yeah, no, they're rubbish. What there's, are they thinking? It, the problem is, right, you dip it in tea, because you think it's a rich tea biscuit, that's what I'm going to do with it. But it doesn't absorb enough tea. All it, it does is it makes the biscuit taste of tea instead of nothing, which is what it would taste like normally. Yeah. But you don't get that nice, pleasant, warm, biscuity falling apartness that you do with putting, say, a, a hobnob in a cup of tea. Mm. And, or waving a hobnob near a cup of tea, for instance. Uh-huh. What about um, those like crunch creams? Crunch creams? They're like um, smaller. They're like they don't have as big a diameter as a digestive, and they've got like custard between them. But oh, the biscuit is like really crunchy. Oh god, I love them so but, much! But you only get three in a packet, and the packet is like oh, two quid. I'm, I've, I've literally just googled one. And I'm staring, drooling at the picture. Oh, I love them. they're so crunchy and yeah, yeah. Mm, 
Mm. But you don't just don't get enough. Am I too you small? You can buy them on Amazon. What the, what the fuck? But you can buy anything on Amazon. I didn't realize you buy food on Amazon. Hang on, there's apparently mint chalk crunch creams. I can't decide if that would be amazing or terrible. Well, amazing, obviously, because it's mint chalk, and that would make everything amazing. Well, yeah, but it's the kind of thing that you can see, you know, it's a special edition, they might have fucked up the mint or the chocolate or something, it would just taste terrible. Mm, that's true. How much are they? Uh, £1.15 for a 100 gram pack. Okay, you can buy them and have them delivered to me. Uh, I think I have to buy more than that to get them delivered from Sainsbury's. What? Sainsbury's don't sell on Amazon. No, but I was just Googling, and I saw it on Sainsbury's, I didn't see it on Amazon. Hang on. Oh, right, I thought you said they were on Amazon. No, the, the normal ones are. Hang on, hang on. Oh, I see. I've got a feeling this entire episode is going to have to have the um, intermission music as a bed, <laughs> because... Well, no, it, it, this is kind of proof that all of our other podcasts have been good. This is what shit looks like. Yeah, I mean, they are good by comparison, I suppose. Yeah. If we are aware of the fact that it's really shit and boring while we're doing it, I think that means that's broken the joke. If we had just put this out as this is a good podcast and everyone thought it was boring but wasn't sure, that's fine. But because we're aware of it, I think we've, I think we've killed the magic. It's basically ironic. We're like podcast hipsters. We're, we're too cool mm, to do I don't funny. Or... I think we're just... That will be middle-aged and boring. Right, well, I've got another can of beer here. I'm going to I'm gonna cane it and we'll see what happens. Fair enough. I found the Fox's cream, Crunch Mint Creams on Amazon, right? And they're 10.25 a pack. <laughs> so, um, no. 10.25? For how much? Um, a pack of eight. Well, that's going to be an amazing pack. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, of course it is. Buy it. No. Buy it. They couldn't even deliver it for a week. That's, well, that's because they've got to make them specially. Mm. Hey, you know uh, it's tennis at the moment. The tennis, I do tennis. I have heard grunting literally everywhere. Well, I've got some tennis facts for you. Ooh, go on, hit me with your tennis facts. Okay, number one, tennis was invented in 1992 by soap heartthrob Jason Donovan. I just wanted to give something back, remembers Donovan. Okay. Number two, singing sensation Cliff Richards offers to perform a free concert at Wimbledon every year, but is told to shut up and piss off. Yep, as he really should be. Fact three, despite public outrage, Murray still has his tennis bats made from the bones of otters. It's traditional, explains Andy, 38. (laughs) Tim Henman is named for superpowers he developed after being pecked by a radioactive chicken. Right. Although it's within the rules, there is a gentleman's agreement that the players will not use a bat measuring four feet across. Yeah. Widely accepted to be the best tennis player of all time, Jay-Z is now a successful rap musician. Yeah. The fastest recorded tennis serve was 687 miles per hour by Boris Becker. I thought it was a bit faster, quipped Becker, 73. Plans to start an anti-gravity tennis tournament have been put on hold, as it's impossible with our current knowledge of physics. Right. This year's Wimbledon attendance figures are expected to fall just short of the all-time record of 1,167. And the final fact, besides humans, tennis behaviour has been observed in six other species. What is tennis behaviour? Playing tennis, isn't it? Hitting balls over nets. Fine. So those are my tennis facts, tennis fans. And thus ends our tennis special. That was entirely too much to talk about tennis. Thanks. Good morning. Hello. Has Arnold come to join us? Very nice to see you all again. Hi, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hi, Arnold. How are you? Nice to meet you. 
I'm back. I need to speak to my wife. I don't think she's here, Arnold. Yeah, I'm a police officer. Oh, have I done something wrong? Can you believe that? I want to know yes. what's going on, and I want to know right now. Well, you must be very proud of yourself. It is okay. your job, and I'm stuck with it. Come on, baby. You know you're the girl of my dreams. Stop whining. I'm not, I'm not whining. I'm more interested in what's going on on Mars. I like that. You're a psychopathic bitch. Well, that didn't work at all, did it? I'm going to cut that whole bit out. When you say that whole bit, do you mean the last 40 minutes? Uh, yeah, more or less. One ugly motherfucker. Uh, right, we need to regroup. Let's have an intermission. Who would have thought that Adam was the glue that held this whole fucking thing together? Well, I don't know if I'm quite ready to go that far. So not what I'd have expected at all. I tell you what, I'll go for a piss. You just uh, you talk to yourself for a bit. You fill, and I'll come back, and we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, I'm gonna fall about. <sighs> this is really depressing. I'm literally sitting in front of an empty mic, and I have nothing funny to say. I'm sure. I'm, oh, this is sad. Sad. I should probably start drinking. That'll do it. That'll make me funny again. I'm a bit younger. Yeah. Drink. Everyone loves drinking. See how happy we were when we were drinking in the pub. In the pub crawl. I think we were happy. That's why we did all that hate speech. Drink. Yeah, that wasn't funny either. Ugh. So, one of the things I found when I came across surfing my Twitter feed, which is full of bollocks, sometimes literal, sometimes metaphysical, is that there is a person out there advertising gluten-free water. Which is, frankly, a bit rich, except it would be, except it's water, it's not rich, it's not got anything in it. And they've got like a website and everything, um, and I just cannot tell if it's a piss take or anything. Right, I'm back from my, I'm back from my piss. Um, if it's at all possible, the podcast was less funny while you were away. Christ. We can definitively say that whoever is the glue of this podcast, it ain't me. Oh dear. It was really bad. You'll enjoy editing it. Oh, I don't think I will. Just delete it. It's probably safest. You know, uh, one of the things that I've noticed recently is that when you go on Facebook, it's just constant uh, people linking to personality tests, what they've done. 
it's a load of shit, and I don't care. But what I'm doing now, this episode is going that badly that I'm just googling personality test, and I'm going to give you a personality test. So, I'll ask the questions, you answer them, and we'll see what kind of personality you have. Okay. So you can give me... Right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. On a scale of one to seven, how easy do you find it to introduce yourself to other people? Is I presume seven is really easy and one is really hard. Oh, uh, one is massively agree, seven is massively disagree on all of these. Which doesn't make any sense, does it? That's no. Backwards. Let's go for three, because it sounds right either way. Okay, you often get so lost in thoughts that you ignore or forget your surroundings. What? Okay, you get a one. <laughs> you try to respond to your emails as soon as possible and cannot stand a messy inbox. Ah, fuck no. Seven. Seven. You find it easy to stay relaxed and focused even when there is some pressure. Like the pressure Seven. of you are killing this podcast. <laughs> Make it good. <laughs> Six. Six. I might just resort to bullying you for the remainder of this episode. I literally tried to bully myself while you were away. All right, cool. Well, I tried to drive myself to drink. It was the only way I could think of being funny. It's really sad. Anyway. Well, I'm on my third beer as an emergency measure, so you might need to do that. Okay. We had some feedback on uh, the episode that we spent in the pub. Oh, yes. Which was that it was like being a designated driver, and <laughs> it was awful. Um, which is, to be fair, exactly what I thought it would be, and Adam will never get to talk about the Fast and Furious, even if I have to shout over him <laughs> for another hour next time we next time we record one. He will not talk about this. Right, you don't usually initiate conversations. One to seven. Uh, I I don't usually initiate conversations. No, which is probably part of the problem we're having now. Yep, you feel a constant need for something new. I'm going to resist making butt jokes here and just say yes. You believe that events that profoundly affect your life happen mostly by accident? No. Being adaptable is more important to you than being organised? Mm, middle. You make plans with confidence that you will succeed in implementing them? Yeah. Two. Winning a debate is more important to you than making sure no one gets upset? Five. You often feel as if you have to justify yourself to other people. Two. Your home and work environments are quite tidy. Nope. Seven. You do not mind being at the centre of attention. Three. You believe that you cannot protect yourself. What? That's not what that says. Maybe that reveals a bit more about my personality. Uh, right, you believe that you cannot protect your personal interests from strokes of bad luck. Uh, six. Alright, that's just crunching the numbers, let's just give that a second. Mm. And the results are in, and it says, your personality type is... You're a cunt, mate. <laughs> you see, I was hoping you were going to tell me which pony I was or something. No, I, even Adam... Adam's the only one who knows about ponies. Yeah, let's keep it that way. Hmm... I think that's probably what's wrong with this episode. I'm still traumatised from the previous one. Yeah. Just the act of getting on the podcast recalls the horror. That could be it. It's hard to be funny when you're sobbing in terror. So what's, what, what has happened in the last two weeks, um, like, in the world and that? 
Well, I'd say Greece has gone to shit, but it's kind of been in the shit for a long time and stayed there, so... Well, you went there, so that it got worse. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, it got better when I left, obviously. Mm. Um, I can't remember a single thing that has happened in the last two weeks. Oh, i tell you what. Yeah. You know ISIS? Yes. Would you like to know what uh, reggae musician Shaggy thinks about ISIS? Yes, I would. I value the opinions of reggae musician Shaggy very highly. Of course you do. Well, he says that if you're able to cut a man's head off, you're sick. But, right, music evokes emotion. So if they're listening to Shaggy music or reggae music, they're not going to want to cut somebody's head off. That is categorically untrue, as every time I listen to Shaggy's music, I want to cut his head off. So he will stop making said music. Well, he goes on. Okay. He says... There are two things you want to do when you listen to reggae. You get somebody pregnant, or you're fucking high. High people don't want to kill nothing, they want love. They need to bag some Jamaican weed and distribute it amongst ISIS. I guarantee there won't be any more wars out there. I mean, get them all high is a pretty good solution for a lot of a lot of problems. I, I, I can't argue with them there. He's still shit, don't get me wrong, but yeah. Well... I'm going to have to break the emergency glass and uh, bust out some R. Kelly lyrics to read as poetry. Okay, let's do um, it. And I think we can round off this episode and promise to never, ever record another one without Adam present. Because it, it seems so demeaning that we need him. I know, right? I did not it's expect awful. this. It's, it's genuinely like being fi- finding that you're a defective person. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely thought... This episode would be the best ever, and we could tell him to fuck off and kick him off. But he's, um, yeah, he is. You know who I blame? You. No, our listeners. I blame you. Well, you shouldn't. Okay. I'm mate. Oh, all right. Fair play. It's our listeners for not contributing in Actually, any way. Actually, we're coming about this all wrong. What we need to do is say that this is a really good episode, and the listeners are wrong to think otherwise. Given how much we've slagged it off, I can't see that flying, but it's worth a shot. Yeah. I'm so psyched about how good this episode has been. Yeah, I mean, I think I think life-changing is the word. Well, yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean in a good way, though, does it? I was trying to conceal that, yes. Oh, I see. Okay. That was the kind of wit that you'll, um, you'll find in this podcast. Double um, meaning. Yeah. Innuendo. Hidden... Some things. Hidden some things. Yeah, that is the kind of thing you'll find in this episode. Okay, well, I'm glad there's something to be found anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we're going to end on Poetry Corner, and here are some lyrics from uh, the Poet Laureate, Mr. Robert Horatio Kelly. Pregnant. Girl, you make me want to get you pregnant. Lay your body down and get you pregnant. Knock you up, pregnant. Knock you up. Can you believe I'm in the club with a girl who has a man and take her to the hotel just for a one-night stand? See, I'm a player, so I ain't trying to take her on no dates. Too much like my Patrone man. I'm just trying to take it straight. Until I met this girl in the club with an unbelievable booty. Sweetest girl in the world, and I mean it. On top of that, she's a cutie. I ain't seen nothing like her around here in a while. And if I had a girl, she'd be the one to bear my child. 
telling myself I'm a player, so I keep trying to shake it off. But I keep on seeing this big old house with a picket fence and a dog. Never felt nothing like this. She's more than a mistress, enough to handle my business. Now put that girl in my kitchen. Girl, you make me want to get you pregnant. That's what I told her. Girl, you make me want to get you pregnant. Lay your body down and get you pregnant. Like you are, knock you up, pregnant. All the pretty ladies, please line up right next to me. How would you like to go on a little trip with your boy Tyrese? Raise your hand if you want to fulfill your fantasy. I can hide your co-star and get in one of my new wees. Tell me what your name is, I can make you famous. We can pop champagne and get right down to sexing. Now, I ain't got nothing to do tonight. I gotta wait for my crew. I just wanna put some love in you. And I can tell that you want it too. And I'm ready, babe. And you're ready, babe. So let's go get out this club. Kells and Reese after party. You can fuck with us. Girl, you make me wanna get you pregnant. Lay your body down and get you pregnant. Like you are. Knock you up. Pregnant. Oh, so this song got me hungry, baby. Baby. So tell me that you want me, baby. Baby. And girl, I'll love you till the sun shines. Sun shines. And girl, I promise I will make you mine. Around the world, in and out of clubs, hanging out with the chicks, and I don't see nothing wrong with having a kid. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds like heaven's gorgeous. Ooh. Girl, that's about making love. If you chose me, I'll guarantee that the rest of your life would be man drama free. Oh, 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 oh. I think B O T H of us should leave this C L U B and get somewhere alone with me where there's no phones to ring and plant this magic seed. Your house, my house, don't matter. Hit it up. Your city, my city, don't matter. Give it up. Something about me, something about being with you, makes me want a baby. Put them pills on chill, and girl, give me my baby. You can play all you want, but I know you feel it too. For three weeks you've been talking about extra bedrooms. In New York, meeting with the realtor. There's something you want to just say, and I'll okay it. Ooh girl, I'ma take care of you. And I must still hold you like we're brand new. So don't get it twisted for thirty-something weeks. I'm still gonna hit it and babysit it. Babysit it. Take you out to eat, uh, uh. Wine and dine, uh, uh. Shopping spree. Ah, uh, ah, uh. you sexing me, aha. See, I'm not cheap or selfish, babe. Girl, I'm just thrusting for that booty, baby. And it's all your fault, baby, you look so good. It's all your fault that it feels like wood. And you can so board up in this club, so let's go. We can hop in the Lamborghini, roll to my big club. Baby, shorty, let's go crazy. Oh, let's make a little Kelly. Baby, I've got goodies and I want you to have some. All I ask is that you let me explore your secret garden. Girl, you make me want to get you pregnant. That's what I told her. Girl, you make me want to get you pregnant. Lay your body down and get you pregnant. 
like you are, knock you up, pregnant. And that concludes our Poetry Corner. That is, without doubt, one of the weirdest songs I have ever seen. I mean, we went through this with uh, the last one, Marry the Pussy. Yeah, that was also very weird. I'm, I'd just like to apologise on behalf of myself and Daniel and assure you that we won't ever do this again. Adam will be back in a couple of weeks. Um, possibly me and Dan won't. We might be fired. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I'm sorry for wasting your time. So clearly what we need to do is tweet Adam about how amazing the podcast was and how much of an idiot he is for not coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could... Uh, we, it'll be funny when he eventually... We can then test when he eventually listens to it. Because he'll come to our houses and punch us in the balls for destroying the thing that he has spent a year building with me. And, I mean, you know... I, it is Adam. He's hardly likely to try and punch us in the balls. Yeah, I mean, let, let's face it. Anything I ever started, I was going to destroy. But um, I feel a sense of shared responsibility with you. Uh, so I'm just going to pass the blame on to you and say that you, you made me do it. Well, that's sort of true, yes. It's his own fault, really, for going on holiday and leaving us with this podcast. I mean, what did he expect was going to happen? Yeah, really. Well... I assume he expected we'd naff it off and not do anything. Well, joke's on him then. Yes, it's his it fault. is. Yeah, it's his fault for going on holiday. Yeah, it's not us that's shit, it's him. He's a prick, he fucked up. Yep, this is all Adam's fault. Excellent, right, we're going to end on a high. Fuck you, Adam. See what you've done to this podcast. You shouldn't have left us alone. You don't let the lunatics run the asylum. That's what people say about lunatics and asylums. That's the saying, isn't it? Yes. I'm, uh, I'm starting to feel this beer a bit. Anyway, right, uh, say goodbye, Daniel. <laughs> goodbye, Daniel. Oh, he actually said it. Fucking hell. Well, I've got, uh, I've got my work cut out in editing. Yeah, have fun with that. What I'm going to do is cut in um, all of the bits, what we'd done before we started the episode, because that bit was okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll cut that in as the, little, um, as the little bit after the end sting. Um, yeah. And then people, because people only remember the last two minutes of anything they do. I think that's a scientific thing. Uh, yeah. So if they remember, if they hear that bit, then they'll think that was a good episode. Well done, them. Uh, cool. Mm. Also, you could probably put the most of the rest of it to have one of those awful R. Kelly songs on the backing track. Yeah, I mean, he really is just um, from how terrible we are. He really is just like one of the worst human beings alive. Yeah, Bill Cosby is currently quite up there in terms of the drugging people and the raping them, which is a bit disappointing. It's not great, is it? Um, no. There's pretty terrible people out there in, in fairness. I mean, R. Kelly just... He never really contested the fact that he'd done rapes. He just, on the technicality, said, well, they. I don't, I don't even know how he got away with it. Because I don't know what he did, to be honest. I... I Assumed he, he was a kitty fiddler, but he doesn't seem to be hated like most kitty fiddlers are. Well, that's the and weird he's thing because very weird. court papers come out, and oh. uh, Aaliyah uh, was Aaliyah. like fourteen years old, and he was he married her or something, and he mm-hmm. he, he he's never really denied that he likes having sex with fifteen-year-old girls. It's just been everyone said, well, yes, yeah, you know, he's R. Kelly, isn't he? And that's not really a good way of running 
a no. court session. It, it, yeah, don't get it. It's always been... I assume people have been paid off, I don't know, but it's always been dropped before anything horrific yeah. has, has come out. But the court paper's there, and it shows that he is just a... And, but Bill Cosby is particularly interesting because he has said, well, yeah, I mean, I bought some drugs to uh, to sedate women to have sex with them. And, I mean, yeah, I, I did that. But I'm not a rapist, and you are actually damaging my reputation. Yeah, it was the suing people for, you know, accusing him of doing something he'd admitted doing that was a bit, you know, the the, the cherry on the shit Sunday. Yeah. Who else is a, a really awful human being at the moment, then? Um, They're all crawling out the woodwork, aren't they? I'm sure I've seen a few. Hmm. Oh, there's that the politician, um, the enormously fat one, and the demented one, all of whom have done the sex with the children. What? Oh, Lord Janner. And his, his argument was um, that he was too demented to stand trial. Yes, and then they say, yes. actual laws. Yeah, I mean, you know, he goes and does his job every day, um, but no, no, I've, I'm too demented, I can't do that. And the court said, yep, yeah, fair enough, we won't prosecute you, but now I understand they've said, uh, don't be a prick, we are going to prosecute you. Yeah. Something. I think I've understood that correctly. I think that's the basic the, the basic thrust of it. Mm. Slightly unfortunate choice of words. Yeah, I mean, generally, uh, humans are awful, and um, there's no hope. For us, and we deserve to be wiped out by the machines. Do you know every time I use Windows, and they've changed something for absolutely no reason at all, mm. and it pisses me off. I think, fucking hell, when are they going to rise up and enslave us? Because I shouldn't be having to do this shit. I shouldn't have to be follow- searching for files. You should follow uh, a Twitter account called Infosec Taylor Swift. It's really very funny. I don't understand what it is. It it's an it's a fake account, right? Yeah. That pretends that Taylor Swift is an information security expert and tweets right. half about ridiculous Taylor Swift stuff and half about how the machines are going to rise up and enslave us all. You know Taylor Swift? Yes. Uh, she does some good little pop tunes. She does. I like, um, um, what's it? Shake It Off. No, I hate that one. I like the other one, the, the one that came after it. Um, oh. Ah. Um, I don't know. I've just shut down the other computer, so I can't play any into this. We can fix it in post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Taylor Swift uh, discography. Discography is a massively satisfying word, isn't it? Yes. I really enjoy the word discography. Mm. It almost makes me want to have a music career so it can be applied to me. Yeah, but then you'd have to have a music career. Uh, Yeah. Right, so... Her discography. I want singles, I guess. You're saying it came after Shake It Off. Blank yeah? Space. I remember the title. What? Blank Space. Blank Space. Well, I don't know that. Really? Well, I'm sure you recognise it. It's been on the radio enough. No, I won't. I refuse. Fair enough. Blank Space. Yeah, that album, what was that? 1989? That's not on. Yeah. You can't get it on Spotify, can you? I've no idea. I might. Uh, how much is how much is music cost? How much do albums cost? Like seven or eight quid. Uh, on Amazon, I might, I might drop uh, eight quid on on that album. It's it's pretty good. So blank space. This is a song, is it? Yeah. A man has driven up in a car. 
she's that's not Taylor Swift. Oh yes. Yeah. No, I've never heard this song before in my life. Really? I don't think so. Let's get past you, don't you? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I know this. I didn't know it's Taylor Swift. Yeah. I didn't know that, that um, Shake It Off was Taylor Swift either, actually. Mm. What other songs has she done? She's done loads of songs, hasn't she? She's really good. Surprising. And also, like, she's proper, isn't she? Because she writes it, and she sings she? it, and she plays it. Yeah, she's proper. Okay. She's not just a crappy um, twat or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I have newfound respect for Taylor Swift then. Do you know the one um, Love Story? No. It's wicked, man. Put it on now. Mm-hmm. You'll want to skip in like a minute or so because who, who gives a fuck about verses? It reminds me of someone, I can't remember who. Probably yeah. Taylor Swift. But... Taylor Swift, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she does yeah. some good songs. Oh, 22, that's another good one. Do you know that one? Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a great song, isn't it? It feels like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes. I don't think there are any uh, Taylor Swift podcasts. Well, there is now. I think we could, um, we could, we found our niche, mate. Yeah, what we yeah. do is uh, sack Adam and then yep. uh, yeah. Taylor Swift podcast, the official. Ta- I mean, how, how difficult is it to get become the official anything, really? You just need to, basically, just need to do it, and they can't, if you do it enough, yeah. it becomes official. Endless, we can dissect a Taylor Swift video every week. And yeah, I mean, she, I, 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 think, Taylor Swift. I think she's quite cool. So I think she'd probably be down with it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I've just done a search on um, on the iTunes for Taylor Swift under podcasts, and there is one called Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. It sounds shit. Will be better. But the category it's under is kids and family, and there's no e on any of the episodes, which means none of them have been rated as explicit. Okay. So none of them are going to be saying the word cut, and we can say cut as many times as we want. Go on, give it, give it a whirl. Well done. So we're gonna we can be the official explicit Taylor Swift podcast. That's clever. Although we'll probably attract R. Kelly type listeners. Oh God. We could be the official R. Kelly podcast. Let me search, just do a quick search for R. Kelly. There's no R. Kelly podcasts. For good reason. Yeah. But if there's a niche, you fill that niche and you become rich. That's what I've learned from Dragon's Den. I'm worried that if we fill that niche, we'll become sex offenders in some way, shape, or form. Kanye West presumably has got his own podcast, which he claims he invented the medium. And does himself. And yes, I'm sure he does. You know Kanye West? He's terrible, isn't he? But whatever he does now, his first album was fucking great. Uh, there's a lot of people like that, though, who do one good album and then it just completely goes to their head and they go insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's... He's off the scale. Yeah. But that first album, what was it called? 
Uh, Late Registration. Oh, that was his second album. Shit. So his second album was amazing. Wow. And then after that, he, I mean, he obviously just went completely insane um, mm. and believed all the hype that he had said. And uh, he used to be a bear as well, didn't he? A bear? Mm. As in... Well, you know bears. Eight foot tall, enormous claws. No, not the gay subculture. You know bears. Yes. He used to be a bear. Okay. I, I'm, I'm still baffled. Well, what's not to... You know bears? Yeah. Right. Well, Kanye West used to be a bear. Cool. Good for him. What's not to get? Is he a bear now? No. Right. But he was a bear, so he used to be a bear. Mm, okay. Well, understanding dawns. First three albums, he was a bear. But now he is not a bear. And he is uh, married to a Kardashian, is that it? That is it. Which is quite funny, given he did that... Um, this is a joke that the entire internet has made before. The um, Baby Mama song. And then got a Kardashian pregnant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gold Deer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gold but, but she was presumably worth, like, three times what he was worth before he got married to her. Well, I don't think so, because she just does reality TV. And how much money can you make from reality TV? Like, fucking all of it, mate. Really? Net worth, Kim, Kardashian... Uh, when did they get married? Some about a year ago, I guess. Okay, let's look for her net worth in 2013. Forty million dollar. Fair enough. I am right. in the wrong kind of work. Net worth? Can you West 2013? Oh, a hundred million dollar. All right. Well, okay. Fair play. He is worth more than double what she is worth. But I mean, either thing is, he is. Or, I don't know, I haven't listened to anything recently because I just try and block him out. But mm. certainly for that second album, he was a very talented rapist. Yep. Uh, whereas she is... I mean, I don't know, I don't want to get on the Kardashian-hating bandwagon, but... You're pretty much on it right now. But, no, I mean, is is that the joke, that they don't do anything and they don't have any talent? Or is there something that... They must have some some kind of talent. I don't or, think there's a joke. I think I think it's just that they're rich and they're pretty, and other people want to be rich and pretty. But I don't. But there there must have been something before they got on reality TV. Well, I don't know. But there must have been because they wouldn't just they wouldn't just like the Osbournes was made because he was Ozzy Osbourne. He had been Ozzy Osbourne for thirty years beforehand. Mm. So before the Kardashians, they must have been something. Well, obviously, what was. They were his. Oh yeah, that's it. So her dad is the lawyer that got OJ off, and then he what? died. Johnny yeah. Cochran. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Bullshit. No, he is. But um, her mum remarried Bruce Jenner, who's the back then was famous for being a, a de- an Olympic decathlete. Oh, this is such a this is such a hole in my knowledge. So, so, so suddenly you see why it's interesting. Right, yeah, no, this is making sense. So, Johnny Cochran was married to this woman. So, what's yeah. what's the mum's name? The, the annoying Kardashian, one presumes. I can only name Kim Kardashian, but I understand there's like 406 of them. There's is that right? So, Kim Kardashian mum is Chris Kardashian. Is that right? So, because she yeah. was married to Johnny Cochran, that's why they got a reality TV thing. I... Th- I- I think she was married to Johnny Cochran, and then she was married to Bruce Jenner. So okay, and who? So that's like two famouses, right? And who was Bruce? 
who is Bruce Jenner? So Bruce Jenner was um, an Olympic athlete in the 80s. He won a gold medal in decathlon. And decathlon? He's, uh, yeah. Fact, like like thing, white and American. Um, and he uh, came out as transgender recently and is now Paul Kate. Yeah so, yeah, so she's Caitlyn Jenner now. I remember yeah. seeing that name, but not knowing who she was or anything, having to look that up. Okay. But Kim Kardashian's real father was Johnny Cochran. Yeah. Well, this is making more sense now. And how many sisters are there? There must be a Kardashian family tree. This is going to make everything Do you easier. you really want to find it? Are yeah, you because I, I, I'm aware of the Kardashians, but I have absolutely no idea... I, I might as well be educated on this. Yeah, but Google is remembering every search that you made, and you're now going to get adverts for every single fucking thing that the Kardashians have. That's fine. I got, I've got ad block in it. Oh, fine, right. Yeah. Courtney Kardashian is a person. So I think they're limited by the amount of names that female names that can begin with K. They've spelled Chloe with a K. Yeah. Oh right. Do they know that they've done that? I think they do. I think that, if anything, is the joke. Okay, right. I'm with that. I'm, that's cool. If I thought of that, then, uh, then yeah, too late now. Um, right, I found a BuzzFeed link. That will give me the context I, I so, <laughs> so need. Right, BuzzFeed says, let's start at the beginning. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful Dutch girl named Yolanda. She modelled for years before settling down with a man named Mohammed. What? And then she was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is a thing I've heard of. Okay. So Mohammed builds houses and things that make him a lot of money. He's also good at painting. Don't know who this is. They had three kids. Gigi, don't know who that is. Who is it? She's a model. Oh, hello. Crikey. Uh, Bella, <laughs> who is also a model. And Anwar, who is in high school. So Mohammed also had two beautiful daughters, Marielle and Alana, from previous marriage. Mohammed found love with the gorgeous Shiva. And Yolanda is now married to David Foster. David is a big deal producer guy, like Whitney Houston big deal. So I guess he's a music producer, is he? Right, fine. So he has five daughters. You might recognise Sarah and Erin Foster. They're actresses. No idea. Uh, and just so you know, David used to be married to Linda Thompson, mother of Brandon and Brody Jenner. Right, I see. So we're getting into Jenners. That's the name that we have already said now. Right, so there's the Jenners. Brandon's and Brody's father is the, is Bruce Jenner. Fine, that makes sense. Who had two children named Kendall and Kylie with a lady named Chris. So Chris had children from a previous marriage, but they're not fans of the limelight and prefer to remain anonymous. Oh, and then the article just ends. Oh, for fuck's sake, BuzzFeed, that's, to that's told me nothing. Yeah, well, this is BuzzFeed for you. I need an annotated family tree, which doesn't just name people, but explains why people... The internet's very slow to note. What are you doing to it, Dan? Are you looking at porn on my internet? I am downloading porn to your computer right at the moment. Oh, can you stop it? Mm. So anyway, they're just um, a family of who married some famous people, got a teleprogram, then uh, presumably are very good at business because that's, I mean, that's the only way you do that, isn't it? That's how you get millions of pounds. You get it by being good at what you're doing. So yep. you don't have to like them, but you got to respect them at least and know what they're doing. Fair play. Yep. And King Kardashian's got a big bottom, I believe. I believe she does. Well, good for her. Well done. Okay. Well, I, th I think we, uh, I think we, we rescued it. 
Yeah, we're basically going to have to cut out all the bits where we were actually doing the podcast. Oh, and yeah, just yeah. put stuff after we'd finished and before we started. I think everything between the intro sting and the outro sting, would you pretend that never happened? Yeah, I think that's the way forward. Yeah, we rescued it. Uh, I'm cool. giving you a, a high five across... Um, do people still say cyberspace? If not, they should. Yeah, I'm giving you a cyberspace high five. High five. Fist bump. Cool. Chest bump. Yes. That thing where you go, psh, 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 and you go, like, the hand goes behind you, like Fresh Prince. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's totally do that. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely doing that from behind the thing. Rob noses. Uh, no, that's all right. Thanks. Cuddle. Again, no. Little kiss. Go on, just little kiss. See how it feels. Come on. I, I am tonguing my mic as we speak. You know you want to kiss me. I really don't. Kiss me. We've just spent the entire podcast ripping on people for raping people. And now now look at what you're doing. You're enabling them, Graham. Just a little kiss. No. Don't flatter yourself, mate. Bye. Bye. <laughs>